Good morning. Today is Friday, November 17th. I am coming to you live from the TDJP studio. Welcome to the program. I am your host, Dina Joe, coming to you live from colorful Colorado. Thank you so much for joining the show today. You all are the best. If you're listening on the download, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hit that follow button so you can join us live sometime. I'm here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7.45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, and I have the best people in the chat. Thank you all for your continued love and support, likes, shares, and downloads. Whew. Mm-hmm. All right. Everything is coming up. Welcome, G-V-A-Y-X-J-H-J-X. <laughs> Welcome. Hi, Erin. Hi, Bam Bam. Man, I can't type. You're going to do great, my friend. You're going to do great. Think of all the stuff you're going to be able to eat. Hey, boss player T. Woo, good to have you. Today's Friday. Um, I'm going to do Aaron's here to do sports and we have music. Music I'm going to do around 820-ish is going to be um, Aerosmith and the Black Crows because they're going on con- on tour and it's the Peace Out Tour. So that's what I'm going to be covering. So hi, BP. So um, I'm going to start with the weather. Um, Denver, um, we're going to have another beautiful day. 35 and clear. Expect um, sunny skies, high of 63. Um, for my family in Will in Ontario, big hugs, big hugs, big hugs. Um, currently 55 and raining. Um, heavy rain throughout the daytime hours. Um, night, you should have mostly clear skies. And it's funny because um, BP's is the same. In, oh, a high of like around 68. And BP's is, is exactly the same. I don't know if it's copying the same because I kept going back and putting it back in, but it kept seeing the same thing. So I don't know if it's raining where you are, BP, but it's telling me it is 55 and raining and that you're going to be raining most of the day. We'll see. But um, for Tucson, it's 62 and partly cloudy. There will be mostly sunny skies and a high of 76. For my beautiful friend, I hope she had a great birthday yesterday. It was so much fun doing the birthday show for her and for everybody in and sent her birthday wishes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it will rain in a little bit. Okay, well, maybe they were right. Um, Phoenix, 62 and clear. There will be mostly sunny skies and a high of 80. Um, and from Mr. Michael in Maryland, Elkton, Maryland, 50 and partly sunny, mostly sunny skies and a high of 69. Um, all right, well, let me turn this off. 
so that we can get to our countdown for Christmas. 37 days, 16 hours, 11 minutes, and 57 seconds to go. I'll read it again throughout the day, <clears throat> throughout the day, throughout the hour. All right. So we'll turn this back on so I can do my um, word of the day. Um, and it's just kind of, it was talking, I was listening to a show about biases, you know, biases and um, confirmation bias is um, the tendency to interpret new evidence as confirmation of one's existing beliefs or theories. Um, and I have a couple quotes. Yeah, ever since I've learned about confirmation bias, I've started seeing it everywhere. And that's by John Ronson, and I believe he teaches about it and how to um, how to notice it, you know, and how to notice if you're doing it. And then the next one I have is, um, I will look at any additional evidence to confirm the opinion to which I already have. And that is Lord Molson. And that is so true with confirmation bias. Um, what is it? Do you lean towards it? Um, confirmation bias is the tendency to listen more often to information that confirms your existing beliefs. It tends to favor information that re reinforces the things that already that we already think or believe. Only paying attention to information that confirms our beliefs, example like if you believe in gun control or global warming, those are examples, um, only befriending or following people who share your own viewpoints. You only support these things because you would not consider all of the facts in a logical and rational manner or undervalue evidence that could disprove what you believe. Um, welcome, Milham. Welcome. The problem with this is that it could lead to poor choices and an inability to listen to opposite, opposing views. And that's so, I think that's how the, you know, when COVID started, um, people in charge of media and stuff, I think they did this. They, they kind of made people not open to listening to other people's views. Um, confirmation bias makes people less likely to engage with information which challenges their views. Even when people don't get exposed to challenging information, confirmation bias can cause them to reject it and end up becoming even more certain that their own beliefs are correct. This is important to understand because it may lead people to give more weight to information that supports only their beliefs um, and that isn't warranted by um, any evidence. Prevents us from under, I'm sorry, it prevents us from unlearning wrong things and relearning correct things. It keeps us from updating our knowledge when more correct data comes out. Ways to avoid this is to look for ways to challenge what you think and see. Seek out information from different um, sources. Discuss your thoughts with others so you can see things differently from your own belief. Uh, you need to, for instances, to prove that you are wrong. This is perhaps a true definition of self-confidence. The ability to look at the world without the need to look for instances that please your own ego. Never stop learning. You got this. I believe in you. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit about confirmation. Bye.
Yes. Oh my gosh. bias. That's what that's all about. Now, I always going to have a corny joke of the day for y'all. So how you doing, Aaron? I'm doing well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me turn you up. All right. So here's your joke of the day. Why did the scarecrow win an award? You better not be Googling this. I'm not. I'm trying to guess. <laughs> because he was outstanding in his field. Ba -bum -bum. I should have that one. <laughs> oh, BP got it just in time. <laughs> All right. So he beat me to it. He yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's your fact of the day, and then I'll get into a couple trending things and we'll do your sports. So, this fact has to do with. Um, hockey um did you know the face off in hockey was not its original term originally it was called a puck off um it was also um was referred to as a face of the puck so there you go radio burlesque hey how you doing um so a couple things that are trending for any of you that did not know um bp has started pod bean podcast nation on facebook and it's trending so um if you have a podcast or know anybody who does you can go on to podcast pod women pod bean podcast nation on facebook and promote it there um thank you bp for doing that um and then at the end of the show if anybody wants to pop up and join me and do the we started that too. And then um, we're doing this. Downtown at an office party, Christmas Eve. She ain't everybody's in so I could be. I'm about to say I love this day, but that was when the pretty little girl from the counting wall did. Ho, ho, ho. And an ugly Christmas sweater. It is the Morning Show with Dina Joe's first annual ugly Christmas sweater contest. And um, there's no rules. You can make one. You can buy one. Um, the only rule is that you have to have a picture to me by December 11th so that I can pick one by on and announce it on Friday the 15th. Um, and you can send me the pictures if you're lucky enough to have my um, uh, bat phone line on the bat phone or through Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. So again, um, December 11th is the deadline to have a picture um, I know um, Beans and Weenie are getting involved. They're going to do it. So come on, guys. You can do it. Um, ugly Christmas sweater. It'll be fun. Um, let's see. What else? What else? Um, later on today, I'm going to be doing the music from um, 
the Peace Out tour that's going on. It's starting for Aerosmith and the Black Crows. So that'll be the music about 8.20. So um, what else do I have for chiming? I think that's about it. Aaron, how's it going? It's going great. <clears throat> I've been working on my sports journal a little bit this week, too. Nice, Looking nice. Looking up the stats of games I've already watched and going to going to do some more later on this afternoon and then this weekend as well. All right. So you um, watched some sports. When are you going to start with the WWE Friday Night Smackdown? Yep. And then uh, at this Friday Night Smackdown, uh, Kevin Owens was a ke- was a guest commentator. Kevin oh, Who's Kevin Owens? I'm sorry. He's one of the guys that I like from uh, he, he teamed up with Sami Zayn and they were the undisputed oh. tag team champions at one point. Oh, he's a wrestler. Yeah, he's a wrestler. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. He usually wears like a tank top, like a tank top shirt with the letters KO on it. Okay, I thought it was like a somebody else besides a wrestler. That's why I'm like, wait a minute, yeah, why wasn't he wrestling? Why he was a guest commentator because one of the uh, original commentators he just recently had a baby boy. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Yeah, so he couldn't. So the original guy couldn't be there. So uh, Kevin Owens stepped in, and I thought he did a good job. Oh, all right. I thought nice. it was pretty good. Well, who were some of the um, winners? So, LA Knight defeated uh, Grayson Waller in a matchup. And then okay. Bobby Lashley beat uh, Carlito. And then Dragon mm-hmm. Lee defeated Cedric Alexander. Oh, okay. Were any of those uh, one of your favorites? Uh, mostly LA Knight. Yeah, you really like him. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I know. I don't know. I, there's just something about that guy. He's sorry, Aaron. I know you really like him, but he's like greasy to me. I don't know. There's know, just something I about him. Has... I just don't like. Go ahead. He's your guy. Yeah. But I, I like one of the bad guys, of... and you don't like him. So <laughs> there's a couple of wrestlers that I like from the WWE. There's a good list. Yeah. Yeah. And, and LA Knight's one of them. <laughs> I know you do. There's LA and, Knight, um, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. For female wrestlers, I kind I like Bianca. I like her. Bianca Belair, right? Yeah, with the long ponytail. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and see, like I like the old timer. Um, what does she go by now? Does she go by Natalia? I was, think so. Yeah, Natalia. Yeah, yeah. the cat girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she likes cats. Yeah. Yep. All right. So was that all of the WWE? Yep. So then I watched them call. That was fast. Mm-hmm. My mission okay, now, over. Wait what? a minute, real quick, Aaron. Was there rumors that um, uh, Coach Primetime was getting asked to go some to another team? Yeah, but he's he said he's not thinking about leaving CU though. Okay, good. It was something with like. Getting a job offer at like Texas A&M, but I don't think he's going to leave Colorado though. Yeah, I don't think so either. They were, they, it was like kind of like a room and he's like, nah, it might be. And, and then um, they were saying, oh, he'd have to pay money. And they're like, nah, he wouldn't have to pay it. The, the other no, team would no. pay it for him and stuff, but good. I'm no, glad Deion, um, he's I, staying. I feel like Deion Sanders is, is going to, he's going to stay at Colorado and be our coach. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's got two kids on the team. That's true. You know, 
And one, so. and honestly, one of them, the our quarterback for CU is the probably the bestest quarterback I've ever seen play for basically our team. I would love to see him get drafted in the NFL. I'm sure he will. What's his name? Yeah. So what is his name? Secure? Or is that the other one? Shadir. Shadir. Okay. Shadir Sanders. And the other one is Shiloh. I think Shiloh Sanders, I think, but he plays on the def. He plays defense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, they're good. They're good. They, (laughs) they're very flashy, but they're good. So I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead with your college. So I watched some college football, and uh, my Michigan State Wolverines defeated the Penn State Nifty Lions 24 to 15. The Penn State Nifty Lions is their name? Yeah. <laughs> okay, but go ahead. Penn State represents oh, is short for Pennsylvania State. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I watched uh, University of Central Florida. They crushed Oklahoma State 45 to 3. And then Georgia, the defending national champs, I watched them defeat uh, Old Miss 52 to 17. And I stopped watching the game by the end of the third quarter since Georgia was up by a cup by a few touchdowns. And the thing was, I've been playing that uh, college football pick 'em this this season, and <clears throat> I went for the upset pick. I thought Old Miss was going to upset Georgia, but I was completely wrong. Yeah. Well, you just get you yeah, just, just tried just, it for I, the other one. Yeah, I know. I just went for it. I just like, what if they can upset the national champs? But it didn't happen. Mm. Now, um, BP put in there when we were talking about the coaches, he said Jimbo Fisher is getting $75 million not to coach Texas A&M anymore. Wow. Is he that bad? Did they not want him? Is that? I don't know. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, I've seen Texas A&M play in a couple games this year. They they played pretty well. I mean, hmm. well, they want to get rid of him for some reason. Yep. All right, go ahead, Aaron. So then I watch some NFL football. Mm-hmm. The 49ers, I watched the 49ers defeat the Jaguars 34 to 3 to 3. The Lions defeated the Chargers on a game winning field goal 41 to 38. And I can't believe the Lions are 7 and 2 this season and leading their division as well. And then the Cowboys defeated the uh, New York Giants 49 to 17. And then I watched our Broncos in the Monday night game against the Bills. God. And the Broncos won on a game-winning field goal to win 24 to 22. The Broncos Again. Game- Go ahead, I'm sorry. A last Bron- minute one. <laughs> yeah. The Broncos won on a game-winning field goal as time expired, but because of it, the Broncos missed a previous game-winning field goal, but got a second chance because of a 12-man-on-the-field penalty called call on the Bills that gave the Broncos the chance to win the game as time expired. Yeah, I'm that's lucky. The Broncos are on a three-game win streak, especially going into the home stretch of the season, especially since the Broncos play the Vikings on next on Sunday Night Football. And even the Broncos play the Chargers – twice in four weeks before finishing the season, playing the Vegas Raiders at their place to finish the season. Yeah, that'll be, um, we already, we did, we beat them the last, we already played the Raiders, didn't we? Yeah. We played the Raiders to open up the season. And I think we okay. lost. We yeah. don't, well, okay. We lost time. Well, we haven't right. played our, uh, we haven't played the chargers yet. Okay. But we're going to end the season playing the Raiders again. Yeah. But in Vegas. 
Gotcha. Okay. Now what game was on, was it on last night that was stopped because somebody brought a drone in who was flying a Uh, drone Oh, that was the Thursday night football game that I watched. How are they able to bring a drone in? Don't they? How are they able to bring a drone? Yeah, I was like, why is the game stopped? Right? Like, I was kind of confused. Like, why aren't they starting the third quarter already? Like, what's holding it up? I thought someone was injured or something. It was it was weird. Was is the stadium? I didn't see any drone on the screen. I was like, what? They're saying there was a drone, but I didn't see it on the screen anywhere. Yeah, they, they were saying there was a drone, and they didn't know if it was a danger now so is where they were playing is it an open open stadium yeah and it was in baltimore maryland oh okay so yeah. it was an open stadium so somebody yeah, could so have been out stadium yeah. somebody mm-hmm. could have been outside and flown it in on site yeah. okay mm-hmm. all right i was like how the heck did they get it into the stadium so they could have flown it in and they didn't know if it was dangerous or not so they had to stop the game yeah exactly that's what kind of confused me a little bit but they did finish the game though it was a pretty good game though to be honest oh crazy somebody yeah, somebody some... couldn't get in and they brought a drone so they could see yeah oh, yeah that game, during that game i heard like at least two players got injured. Or, and I feel bad for Joe Burrow because he, he had to miss Thank the rest you, of the baby. game because he injured his, like, I think he had a wrist injury. Yeah. Or so, something. Like, he couldn't continue on. And I was happy that Lamar Jackson could finish the game, too, because he landed, I think he landed awkwardly on his ankle or something, but he just toughed it out and just played the rest of the game. Mm. Well, good. I hope he didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I hope he didn't hurt it more but i'm glad that he was able to finish it out no he yeah i was like come on lamar you're tough you're you're a tough guy walk it off (laughs) walk it off he's yelling at him (laughs) all right (laughs) so then i watched some college basketball this was the part of the state farm this was called the state farm champions classic this happened in chicago and uh four colleges participated so the first game was uh, number nine Duke versus number eighteen Michigan State. Duke won seventy four to sixty five. All right, BP. And then my Kansas Jayhawks ranked number one in the college basketball rankings. Played against number seventeen Kentucky, and my Jayhawks won eighty nine oh. to eighty four. Okay. And those were some pretty good games, especially the second one. Why was it so good? Because I just like seeing the offense, like see a high-scoring college basketball game, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when have... is the next? Oh, you're gonna you're gonna say it in a minute. Sorry, I'll talk. I was gonna say NBA, but you got that coming up. So go ahead, yep. college football. Top twenty-five rankings. So this this time it's changed a little bit. This time Georgia's number one. Ohio State went down to two. My Michigan Wolverine stayed at number three, and so did uh, Florida State at number four. And five and six are the same with uh, Washington and Oregon. And in the other rankings, in the top 25, Alabama also stayed at number eight. Alabama's at number eight? Yeah, they've been at number eight for the last few weeks. Yeah, they've kind of, the last couple of years, they've kind of gone, I mean, because they were really really good for the longest time i mean up 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 like in the top three yeah, at least the top four time. but yeah yeah but they've, they're kind of like hovering around in the 
top 10 at least. But, yeah, Georgia, the defending champs are now number one, Ohio State number two, Michigan number three, and then Florida State number four. All right. Yep. Okay, so then you have um, NBA basketball. Yep, this was part of the in-season tournament. The Nuggets had another game. I know they have another in-season tournament game tonight against the Pelicans on the road. I'm gonna try I to still see if I can't can understand that. I mean, I'm not for you to try to explain it again, but um, basically they have the chance, any team, to win a trophy if they can't win. Yeah, pretty much. And, the big uh, trophy. I'm going to see if I can try to watch that uh, Nuggets game tonight somehow. Yeah. They're playing the Pelicans tonight, but this one game that I caught up on, they were playing the Clippers at home, and they managed to beat them by three, 111 to 108. Hmm. All right. So, and then with that win, the Nuggets are still undefeated at home right now. Yeah, they're doing really good. Keep going, Nuggets. Keep going. Mm-hmm. And then another call, NBA basketball game watched yesterday that I caught up on. The Celtics defeated the 76ers 117 to 107. And then lastly, the Thursday night game we were talking about with the drone. Uh-huh. I watched that one. The Ravens defeated the Bengals 34 to 20. Oh, okay. That wasn't that's the one that had the drone or was it Seattle? No, that was the one that had the drone, the Ravens game. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that was the one, yeah. Hmm. All righty. Well, that's a lot, Aaron. Thank you so very much. Um, You're welcome. And there's going to be another show on Friday, right? The day after Thanksgiving? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Woo! That got loud. <laughs> yes, we should have um, yeah, have a show, for sure. Talk about all kinds of stuff. Awesome. So, um, yes, and, and you all have a lot of sports to talk about, too. So, Of course, and especially there's going to be football, I know, on Thanksgiving. So that's going to be something I'm going to be talking about next Friday. Yeah, that'll be good. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll for sure have a show, Aaron. Yeah. Just put me to work. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. You're welcome. See you guys, See you guys on Friday. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, oh, here, wait. Oh, say it again. Aaron? Happy Thanksgiving. I'll see you guys next Friday. All right. Thank you. It was kind of the music was a little loud. I didn't want to, um, I wanted yeah, everybody okay. to it's hear okay. you. <laughs> Love you, Aaron. See you in a little bit. Bye. <laughs> All right. So um, I have a few minutes. I'm going to go over Well, let's do countdown to Christmas one more time. 37 days, 15 hours, 48 minutes, and 55 seconds to go um, until Christmas. So go get your stuff done. I'm getting most of mine done. Like I told you, my boys have not given me their list. Darn it. I had, I told them that they did have their list by, oh, maybe I said it was Thanksgiving. They had to give me their list by, or else they weren't getting, all they were going to get was coal because I, I don't want to go shopping late. So, um, well, I, of course, they'll get some stuff, but I'm just teasing them. I hate going out with the crowds. So let's do a couple of holidays and then we'll get into the music. Um, it's National Testosterone Awareness Day. Um, they're talking about um, 
they're showing built bodybuilders, you know, and the hormone um, and the men's anatomy um, that's fueled by testosterone. So, um, yeah, it's your day, guys. <laughs> it's your day, your testosterone day. I um, mean, it's also National Unfriend Day. I, I don't think they should have a day for that. I think that you should, if, and it says on this day of self-care, unfriend everyone who does not add joy to your life. And I, you do need to have boundaries in your life. And you do, that's one of, this is one of the hardest things you will ever do is, um, and it sounds like I'm going to unfriend you, is to have a conversation with somebody or something. And if it doesn't change to say, I'm sorry, you know, until this happens, I need to take care of myself. It's one of the hardest damn things you'll ever do, but it's worth your um, mental health. So um, national unfriend day, you shouldn't just be on November 17th. It should be whenever you need to do it. Um, so there uh, it is national baklava day. Oh my God. God, I love baklava. Oh, darn. What did BP sent me? Arkansas men arrested for shooting each other while wearing bulletproof vests. What the hell? <laughs> Leave it to some men to do that. Wait. Okay. I, we're going to stop the... It's National Baklava Day, but I'm going to bring this up because this is just crazy. Arkansas men arrested for shooting each other while wearing bulletproof vests. What the hell? <laughs> two men, um, oh, this happened a while ago. Two Arkansas men faced charges after allegedly shooting each other during the night of drinking while each man tried on a bulletproof vest, according to Benton County Sheriff's Office. Charles Eugene Frazier, 15, and Christopher Hicks, 36, were both arrested on Sunday uh, and charged for felony aggravated assault. Um, let's see. The deputies took the initial report from Ferris at the hospital. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Ferris said the pair went out into the woods and met another man around 10 PM. The man approached Ferris assets when a gunfight broke out. Ferris said he was struck six times, but also managed to return fire before driving off from the asset. According to the affidavit. Um, Ferris said the asset dropped him off at his vehicle before he dumped his weapons and drove himself to Mercy Hospital. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> really? Um, however, Ferris's wife arrived at the hospital a short time later, telling investigators that her husband and Hicks shot each other while drinking on the back porch of their home. Oh, little liars. There was no thing in the woods. Oh, my goodness. Um, Ferris said he had been wearing a vest when he had asked Hicks to shoot him with the 22 caliber, caliber semi-automatic rifle. The vest stopped the bullet but still hurt and left a mark on his chest. Ferris became pissed because he was hurting from the shot and uploaded the clip into Christopher's back. Oh my God. What a bunch of crazy people. Oh my word. I want to hang out with those two. Yeah. Those are my friends. Mm. Holy hell. 
Sometimes, you know, that's that should be on ridiculousness. It's but you look like that show ridiculousness. I'm sorry, guys, because I know I have guys in the room. But why do guys do things like this? I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, God. Um, all right, we're just gonna leave that at that and start music. All right. Back in May, Aerosmith revealed an extensive North American farewell tour that will take the classic hard rock act through the rest of the year into 2024. The Black Crows will open up for them. Um, Aerosmith shared, it's not goodbye, it's peace out. Get ready and walk this way. You're going to get the best shows of your life. Best show of your life. Um, well, here we go. The opening act, The Black Crows. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, the first song that I have for them is 99 pounds um and about this song the black crows celebrate the qualities and essence of a particular person who possesses a um, captivity and irresistible charm through the weight of using okay through the use of weight related metaphors the singer compares the attributes of their love interests to specific poundage measurements. Um, it celebrates the various qualities possessed by a special um, someone. It recognizes their sweetness, tenderness, understanding, um, ultimately portraying them as a natural born source of goodness and soul. Um, here they are, the Black Crows, 99 pounds. One's for you, Bam Bam. You got this. You got this, my friends. You got this. <laughs> is that what it is, Mike? <laughs> Born 
pounds, he'll match up all goodness, you're 99 pounds of soul. start us off the black crows um this is a new deluxe super deluxe um mix album that they just put out in 2023 uh, the next song is also on this um mix album cd <laughs> one of the new box sets um it's a uh, southern harmony and musical companion it's miserable the black crows Thank you, BP. You got this, Bam Bam. You got this. Oh, oh, oh. 
All right, that is a little bit of a Miserable, the Black Crows. We're going to move on to, um, she talks like, she talks to angels, um, rather. Uh, the lead singer, Chris Robinson, explains that this song is not about a, one person, but rather a hot dog, as he put it, of people that they knew from an Atlanta club scene in the early days. Not all the best parts, he explains, or the best parts of you. He says there were there was always a girl in the club scene back then with really dark makeup like Susie and the Banshees, he says. After thinking about her one day, he scribbled the lyrics. She paints her eyes as black as the night and then went on to write the entire biography, completely made up, by the way, about her in the form of the song, that then became She Talks to Angels. Here it is, the Black Crows, She Talks to Angels. <laughs> yes, I, a hot dog of people is what he said. <laughs> I don't get it, but yes, a hot dog of people. <laughs> That's how he explained the scene. Never mentions the word addiction in a certain company. Yes, to tell you she's an orphan. After you meet her family, you got this, you got this, my friend. Welcome 
Thank you, Michael. Michael. last song with the black crows but i need to play it right now um and it is hard to handle uh, this song was originally recorded by otis redding who wrote it with alan jones and al bell it was the only cover song on the black crows debut album which sold over five million copies it made number 45 in the u.s in december of 1990 as the group was rapidly gaining momentum after she talks to angels hit number 30 in the may of 1991 over a year after the album was released, Hard to Handle was reissued, this time going to number 26, becoming the highest charting single for the band on the Hot 100. This one's for you, Bam Bam. You got this. Um, hard to Handle. Want, but you got to come home with me. I've 
You're new to the show. I sing along with the songs and they don't use auto tune, so just deal with it. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> So now let's go back to the list um, in order. Uh, I'm going to do Strut and Blues next by the Black Crows. Um, Strut and Blues portrays a scene of restlessness and longing for escape from life's burdens. The lyrics um, primarily focus on the feeling of being trapped or stuck in a repetitive cycle represented by buzzing bees, sting, and ringing in the ears that never cease. All right. <laughs> this symbolizes the ongoing challenges and hardships one faces. That's so true. And it uh, captures the uh, universal human experience of yearning for change while being aware that certain patterns or struggles may always find their way back into one's life. So here is Stratton Blues, The Black Rose. <laughs> Welcome to Kuram. Wonder when it's gonna stop. Got my head spinning round. Wonder when it's gonna stop. Got my 
You got this, man, man. You got this. to the next song twice as hard um twice as hard um it's off the album shake shake your money maker and it speaks of the difficulties of saying goodbye to someone and accepting that the relationship is ultimately over hey we just talked about that an unfriend day <laughs> uh, the song speaks of the pain and difficulty that comes with a broken relationship with the narrator being haunted by the memories of the other person um the narrator expresses a desire to move on, but acknowledges that it's always seems twice as hard than the first time, likely referring to the overwhelming pain when one attempts to say goodbye for a second time. Um, the song accumulates in the image of the narrator attempting to accept that their love is a crime in the wink of an eye, significant, significantly how quickly some so much can be taken away in life. All right, so here is Twice as Hard with the Black Crows. Welcome, Sizu, ma'am. Good to have you. Oh, 
That is twice as hard. The Black Crows, of course, from the album Shake Your Money Maker. Keep going because I got so many songs to play today. The next one by the Black Crows is going to go be Go Faster. A little bit about that song. It appears to be a high energy rock song that focuses on the theme of movement and the desire for speed and excitement. The lyrics depict um, the person who determines uh, to be keeping moving forward. Um, with experiencing new thrills. So here is the Black Crows with Go Faster. All right, that is a little bit of Go Faster from the Black Crows off the album By Your Side, 1999. We're going to move on to the last one that I have of the Black Crows, and, and um, it is actually an Amazon original song. And then we'll move on to Aerosmith, the opening of the, the act. And <laughs> this was the opening act. So um, this next song, um, the Amazon original, is You Wear It um, it was originally written and sung by Rod Stewart. Um, it explores the theme of nostalgia and lost love. So here's the Black Crow's rendition of their version of You Wear It Well. Let's see if you like it. Christian, it's so good to see your face. You wear it well, my friend. Settle down and write you a line. I've been needing to phone you. 
You got this, Bam Bam. It's good. It's I just keep hearing Rod Stewart singing it though. <laughs> That is uh, the end of the Black Crows, the opening act for Aerosmith. And um, that is You Wear It Well, an Amazon original um, song. So we are going to um, move on to Aerosmith. And I added this song at the last minute. This one's for you, Bam Bam. I don't have anything about this song. We're just going to play it. Dream on. Sing with me, just for today. 
Sing with us, sing for the earth, sing for the love, and sing for the tear. Sing with me, just want to turn. Thank you, BP. We do. We have to live for the day, you know, live in the day. Don't, because you never know when you can be taken away. Come true. All right, that was Dream On. We're going to move on to um, Back in the Saddle. So a little bit about Back in the Saddle. This song describes a cowboy going to a bar, picking up a girl, and spending the night with her. All right. <laughs> well, there's a lot of sexual innuendos in the lyrics among the Old West images like, I'm a loaded gun, and this snake's gonna rattle. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Oh, we're just gonna play it. That's too funny. I'm a loaded gun, and this snake's gonna rattle. Here's back to the sale again. Aerosmith. <laughs> Oh, dear God. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thank you, BP. <laughs> I had no idea that that snake was going to rattle. <laughs> that was what it meant. Oh, man. You always learn something on the morning show with Dina Joe. <laughs> Thank you, Christian. Can the sun again? Now I got images in my head. I can't get out. Does it mean he was out of the saddle for a while? Again. 
I'm back in the sun again. Thank you, FQGFNQYJ. There he goes. All right, that is a little bit of Back in the Saddle Again by Aerosmith off the album Rocks, 1976. I had no idea what that song was about. Now we all know, right? <laughs> all right, so the next song I'm going to play is, um, oh, it's not on here. Let me see. Um, here it is, Dude. <laughs> the next one is Dude. Um, looks like a lady, of course. Like many rock bands, Aerosmith's songs were primarily written by their lead singer, Steven Tyler, and guitarist Joe Perry. Bands who wrote their own songs were loath to bring outsider writers in, as they usually felt they could um, compromise what they, their own, you know. So um, John Coldener of A&R executive of Aerosmith Label convinced them to write a song with Desmond Child. And this is what the result was, this song, Dude. Um, this was Aerosmith's comeback single. Um, their last hit was um, Come Together in 78. So here is Dude, Looks Like a Lady, Aerosmith. Hey, Vicky. How are ya? Glad to have you.
All right, that's a little bit of Dude Looks Like a Lady. Of course, it's Aerosmith off the album in Permanent Vacation in 1987. We're going to move on to their next song. Um, and it's the same old song of dance. Um, this song starts with the riff Aerosmith guitarist Joe Perry came up with in the summer of 1973 while the band was living in their house in Beacon Street in Boston. While Steve Tyler, Stephen Tyler, is capable of writing meaningful lyrics like Dream On, he's also prone to senseless but fun non-poetry that fits the music. That's the case here, it says. So here is the same old song and dance um, from Aerosmith. Thank you, Christian. Thank you, FQG and FQY. It's been a mile with nothing to show. Just constipation, you come to his head. Why? Activation, you soon end up dead. It's the same old song, same old song and dance, my friend. Thank you, BP. Same old song, same old song and dance, my friend. Thank you, Christian. It's so good to see you. I hope that you're doing well. Bella G, how's it going? <laughs> the album's skipping, that's what's going on. <laughs> Back in the day, eh? <laughs> All right, so that is the same old song and dance off the album, Get Your Wings, 1974, Aerosmith. We're gonna move on to some more Aerosmith and let's see, going down in an elevator. <laughs> well, well, you know that other song was about sex. This one is about sex too. So 
cover your angel ears if you need to. Um, this is a song about love. Oh, well, I'm sorry, not sex. It's love in elevators and the combination of both. They also have plenty of experience to draw from that makes this um, a great story. As Steven Tyler tells it, this one was inspired by one of his pre-sobriety days when he found himself in a hot hotel hot tub with a bevy of women, bevy of women. We have a liquor store out here called Bevies. Now I know, bevy of women. Um, when they moved the party to his room, they piled into the hotel elevator wearing nothing but towels and bathrobes. One of the ladies decided to have some fun and push all of the buttons in the elevator, which brought down to the lobby. When one of the girls opened her robes to show Tyler her goods, the elevator door opened, giving the crowd in the lobby a good look. So here they are going down, loving the elevator, Aerosmith. Oh, that's not it. That's the wrong one. Sorry, here it is. Children's wear, ladies' lingerie. Oh, I did bust out my record player.
is going down love it in elevator <laughs> from the album pumps 1989 we're going to move on to uh walk this way a little bit about walk this way by aerosmith is a song that encourages people to try something new take a chance even if it goes against their usual habits hey that's kind of like the word we talked about, um, confirmation bias that I was talking about today. The lyrics tell the story of um, a narrator who has been hiding in the shadows until a fatherly figure gives them advice and encourages them to take risks. So here is Walk This Way, just Aerosmith this time. Here we go. Nothing to down on it, muffin and short to change your ways. I'm a cheerleader, a little girl, with a little kiss, and I'm this. She's going to keep flying up in the air, saying, hey, dear, dear, put your kitty in the middle and swing like a dinner pair. Yeah. 
Christian, appreciate you. <clears throat> All right, that was Walk This Way, Aerosmith from the album Toys in the Attic, 1975. We have one more to go. It's a great way to end with Come Together. Um, Come Together by Aerosmith is a cover, of course, by the Beatles. Um, while the overall meaning of the song remains similar, Aerosmith adds their own rock and blues flares to it. The lyrics of Come Together contain various surreal and abstract imagery, making it slightly open to interpretation. Um, it's encouraging unity and suggesting that it is essential to embrace individuality and seek common ground. Here we go, come together, Aerosmith. Nitty nerd, good to have ya. He brought him down to his knees. Got to be a joker, he just do what I please. He wear no shoes, shine his back. Jam football, he got monkey finger, he shit, Coca Cola, he said, I know you, you know me. One thing I can tell you is you got to be free. Come together right now, over me. Production, he got war a scumbo, he got sound of sambo, he got spinal cracker, he got feet down below his knees. <laughs> 
hold you in his arms till you can feel his disease. Come together right now. Oh, man. Aerosmith and that's a single 1978. So yeah, that was the peace out tour, guys, for all of us who can't afford to buy a ticket to the concert. I just did one for you. And you had me singing along the way. So you lucky, lucky you guys. You're so lucky. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna end the show like I always end the show. If I can find my magic spell. Well, we're gonna do that again. We're going to do that one again. <laughs> Be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. It's always going to try to. There's going to be things we always go through. All, every single one of us have it. Um, surround yourself with people that will support you and love you along the way. And if nobody's told you lately, I do appreciate you and love you guys so very much. I really do. I'm not just blowing wind up your butt. I'm telling you, being honest, I do love you guys. You mean the world to me. So have a great weekend. Be safe. Next week, um, like Aaron said, we'll be here all Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, we'll have Monday and Wednesday. We'll talk Thanksgiving stuff too, and we'll just have some fun. Oh, and then remember too, the following week um, on Thursday, we're going to start um, a new segment um, I always do a soundtrack usually on Wednesdays. Gosh, dang it. I don't have the soundtrack that we're going to do, but we're going to um, watch a movie together somehow on Podbean and just um, talk while we're listening to the movie um, together since I never get to watch the movies. And then on Friday, I'll play the soundtrack to that movie. So that'll be on the 30th. So um, I love you guys. Have a great rest of your day and um, I will see you on Monday. Bye. Bye. Love you, love you, love you, love you.